guys, welcome to Deep Dish Gaming. I'm Pat. Uh, this is Kaz, and, uh, and we're here to dish it out. We are, and uh, if we're fumbling over words, it's because we're brimming with excitement after just watching the PlayStation 5 conference. Yes, That's yes. One. Uh, like, what should we start? What? I don't even know where to begin with this. Um, well, I mean, before that, I guess we should probably try to start with what happened before the conference, just, you know, get that out the way real quick, um, with the IGN Summer of Gaming Day 2, uh, thing that went through, and Pat, it looks like, it sounds like you had a much better time today than uh, yesterday. um, I was much more impressed with what they had, um, Stronghold Warlords was definitely, I was like, cool because i played stronghold back in the day uh Spellbreak. i was just sitting there i was like is this a new game mode in fortnite <laughs> it, yeah that one was no that was terrible like honestly i get it they're using the unreal engine everything mm. looks like fortnite fortnite looks bad <laughs> it's a fun game it's fun to play but it does not look good let's stop using the sprites use the engine do something different graphics. That's not going to stop people from playing Fortnite. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Uh, do you want me just to run through the list of games that jumped out yeah. to me? Yeah, just go ahead. Just go ahead. Okay. So there were three games that really like jumped out at me. The first one was Star Renegades. Mm-hmm. The freaking the art style just oh, it it was incredible. I loved it. Yeah, I yeah. love that pixel art. Mm-hmm. And you know, tactical RPG. Yes. Like yeah, I mean that's amazing. Um. Then the next one was the Iron Oath, which again very similar in gameplay and art style to Star Renegades. Mm-hmm. Um, Foreclosed jumped out to me. I'm a sucker for anything with cyberpunk aesthetic, and mm-hmm. it looks it, it's intriguing. Honestly, it reminded me of that old GameCube game called Thirteen. Thirteen. I didn't, I didn't hear about that one. It's a weird graphic novel like assassin game. Uh huh. Um, it jumped out to me. Um, others that I made a note of, the Blanco's Block Party, not really something I think I'd be into, but Mm -hmm. I do like the amount of creativity it seems to give players. I think people are going to come up with some really interesting game types to use in that. Mm -hmm. And then, um, Avatar The Last Cart Bender. (laughs) What? Did I, did I, did I miss that one? Game? That just showed Aang the entire time. Oh, are you talking about the oh the Nickelodeon uh, game, yeah. Cart Racer? <laughs> I write the actual name now. My notes just say Avatar the Last Cart Bender. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Is that a game you're looking forward to? No. Okay, okay, okay. Sure. I just thought it was funny. Like, I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be whatever. I have Mario Kart. I don't yeah. need anything. There's probably some niche market in there for someone who's like, you know what would be great if Aang was driving a go-kart right next to SpongeBob? And, and JoJo. Yeah, exactly. And JoJo. So, Who is great. JoJo? I, I'm not familiar. I have no idea. I don't have kids. I, th- I think it's something on Nickelodeon. I don't know. <laughs> You'd probably have to ask like a parent or someone. Now, if it was JoJo from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, that would be different. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, most much different, much different. Yeah. <laughs> which game jumped out to you? Um, well, you already covered one of them, uh, which was Star Renegades. Um, now, the other one is Samurai Jack. Uh, yeah. Now, that one looked really cool. 
And uh, yeah, it was just really cool to see the creator there and, and him talking about the game and all the new stuff that they're doing with it and some stuff that they've carried over from the show as well as added to the game. So yeah, and I love the art style. Like I love how it looks. It looks and flows like like the show to me. So yeah, like it looks like a great game. Seems like a great hack and slash game. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it was a really nice throwback to that show. Oh yeah, most definitely. Like, most definitely. I think we both grew up watching it. So yeah, yeah, we grew. I, I grew up watching bits and pieces here and there. I never actually deeply got into Samurai Jack, but I know that you know recently there was a revival since it came back. It was like a couple years ago. Yeah. I think on Adult Swim, and I heard I heard it's phenomenal. Seventeen, I think, is when it ended. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well then, yeah, I heard it was phenomenal. So yeah, I'm gonna have to catch up eventually and watch it. But the game looked really cool, so I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Yeah. But um, but yeah, but besides that though, Samurai Jack and Star Renegades was the ones that personally jumped out to me. Um, I was talking to Pat earlier, and I was like, you know, it kind of feels like this summer of gaming thing. It's it's more about the games that w- don't really get the attention that the press conferences get. Like these are games that we would, if we were at E3, we would definitely see on the floor versus say big budget presentations. And so I just really appreciated being able to see these games that, even if some of them were bad, just the opportunity to see some games that I wouldn't have really been able to see. You know, if I was just watching conferences like we usually do. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, honestly, Spellbreakers looks like a fun game. Mm-hmm. I can't separate the look from Fortnite in my head, oh. but it didn't mm-hmm. look like that. Yeah. It kind of looks like a first-person MOBA in a way. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah, um, about it, this being more like what we'd see on the show floor, and I think that became more apparent watching mm-hmm. IGN and then Sony. Exactly. So I, yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Completely agree. But um, but yeah, uh, Lisa, you you might wanna you might wanna leave now, yeah, <laughs> uh, and like put headphones in because you're probably she hasn't seen she hasn't seen the anything really from Sony yet. So after this, yeah, well it, it's fine. A- after this is done, we're we're basically going to um, rewatch it again. Well, I'm gonna rewatch it again. And um, yeah, she saw Sackboy and lost her last lost her mind. But that's all she's she's really seen. So, um, but yeah, but yeah, put those headphones in because I'm I'm going in deep spoiler territory now. <laughs> so, uh, all right, everyone's actually waiting for. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Let us jump right into PlayStation Five. Pat, why don't you lead us off? What did you think of it? Is screaming hysterically an appropriate answer? Uh, yeah, I, I believe so. <laughs> yeah, but there was much of that. I, I was watching the entire conference, and I was like, okay, so there's a lot of awesome games, really great games, stuff I'm looking forward to playing. Mm-hmm. But I keep waiting for that, that one just knockout punch, that mm-hmm. game that was going to sell and move systems. Okay. And didn't come and it didn't come and it didn't come and then at the end mm-hmm. started the trailer and I heard Ashley Birch come on her voice talking mm-hmm. about the old ones and I'm like yes <laughs> I started jumping up and down and screaming as soon as Aloy appears on screen because freaking Horizon Forbidden West 
<laughs> I am so excited. <laughs> was a masterclass in storytelling and game design. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, it was just fun as crap to play. Like, mm-hmm. systematically dismantling the robots bit by bit, shooting the pieces off of them. As soon as I saw that giant, like, elephant thing at the end, I was like, that's going to be so much fun to fight. Yeah. I'm so excited. Like, that was my number one top of the list. Like, I will buy that day one as soon as it comes out. Oh, yeah. I'm not surprised. I will be buying the collector's edition. <laughs> Again, I'm not surprised. Why don't you tell t- tell the the listeners or viewers how what was Maggie's reaction? You said that she was with you watching all this, right? No, she. I don't know what her reaction was. I was glued to the screen and screaming. So if she said anything, it was drowned out by my voice. <laughs> <laughs> she had she um she has not beaten Horizon Zero One or Zero Dawn yet. Oh, really? I thought that she did. She has not, and therefore she has not reached this plot twist in the story that will uh, blow her freaking mind. Yeah, yeah. Which is one of the reasons I'm so excited is because the story was so good. Mm-hmm. So when she finally gets to that point, she will appreciate it more. But, no, she was, uh, she was very stoked. Her favorite game, though, was the cat game. Really? Uh, Stray. Stray. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, is it about robots? And she goes, oh, there's a kitty. And she goes, I hope it's about the kitty, but it's probably about the um, robots. Yeah. And then it zooms in on the cat's face and Stray pops up. I'm like, no, it's about the cat. <laughs> and that, was, that grabbed her attention more than anything. You know, I, I kind of figured it would be a toss-up for her either between Horizon or Stray. I'm kind of surprised it was Stray, but yeah, you know, I, I think I had messaged you exactly when we saw the title for Stray, and I was just <laughs> like... At the same time, like, well, that got Maggie's attention. Yep. <laughs> yes, most definitely. But it does look it does look beautiful. I, I, I love how it looks, and I'm not really sure what kind of game it is. Like, I, I don't really know what to expect from it. Neither do I. Um... I mean, it's some sort of post-apocalyptic world. There are no humans left. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It, the game looks gorgeous, though. Mm-hmm. And anything yes. with a cat is a winner. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. What was the jump-out game for you? I think I know Ooh. the end. Well, honestly, um, I don't... I think the jump-out game for me... Man, there there was quite a few, honestly. Uh, there were some games that I expected and some games that I didn't expect. Um, I will say the very first game that jumped out to me, though, was Spider-Man Miles Morales. And I was just like, yes, please. Like, yeah, like I, I need this in my life. Uh, I've been one, I, I was hoping to play as him like towards the end of Spider-Man anyway. And everything. So it's just great that I know that this is definitely going to be on PS5. And I mean, oh yeah. Well, actually, th- I didn't plan this. <laughs> I've actually been wearing this all day. <laughs> it's kind of cold in the house, so. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So yeah, I was just really pumped for that. Uh, that that was definitely one of my biggest games. The other big game though was one that surprised me, which is one I hadn't heard about. But it, w- it looked beautiful, and oh my god, like, I knew day one I had to get that game, which was uh, Kenna, The Bridge of Spirits. Yes, uh, it so good. It did. It looked phenomenal. It, w- it was 
just beautiful. The combat looked just very engaging and fun. And uh, like the creatures, the fauna, everything looked like it had life and this color and depth to it. And I am just totally for it. I'm totally for games that look like this, that play like this. I want it. I really want to play it and everything. So that was definitely probably those two things were definitely high up there on the marks of, yeah, like this is this is a great showing. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. I described Kenna. It looks like a video game. Mm-hmm. Like so many games these days, they come out, they're trying to be gritty or realistic or tell like this very mature and dark story. Mm-hmm. It looked like just a sit back, chill, have fun, like you're a kid style of video game. Exactly. Like Super Mario vibes off of it. Mm-hmm. Super Mario 64 and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks so much fun. Plus the little um, black creatures that they had were adorable. <laughs> oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. But yeah, uh, I was absolutely cheering for that one too. Speaking about colorful and like just like cute and engaging type combat, what did you think of Ratchet and Clank uh, Rift Apart? I, I I think it should be titled Clank Gets a or Ratchet Gets a Girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh looks like that we're going into that territory. It's the ratchet version of Amy Rose. <laughs> Wait, no, that's a pun. Hmm. Amy Rose was already kind of ratchet. <laughs> and by Amy Rose, I mean Sonic's girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah I understand. <laughs> I think there's but, a celebrity named Amy Rose or something. I'm not sure. No, that's news to me. Yeah. I... <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. So, yeah, we got this whole kind of, like, dimension-type travel thing going on with the game. And, my God, it looks beautiful. It, lo- it looks gorgeous. Um, yeah, I was just I- – I can't say I was surprised to see it, but when I saw it, I was just like, yes, like, this is this is something that it's definitely showing the power of PlayStation 5. And I, I was thinking that this is – this was probably more – along the lines of exactly what you wanted to see yesterday, I feel. Um, Like, because I noticed, you know, like, there were a lot of exclusive games that they showed. However, there was a lot of games that you know for sure aren't going to be exclusive, you know, to PS5. But they were still running on that engine. They were still showing, they put the disclaimer before, they're like, hey, all this footage you're about to see is captured on PlayStation 5, you know, and so you kind of know what you're getting, you know, you're seeing the future of, you know, next gen gaming and everything. And I think this showing did that very well. I agree. Speaking of just games that showcase the power of the PS5 and were mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous. What about the Square Enix game? Oh, was it uh, Project Athia? Arthia? Something like that. Athia. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. One thing about it, from the looks of it, apparently it's an action RPG. Oh, yeah. But I could see that. As soon as I saw Square pop up, I got soaked. I didn't know what was coming. Like, it, it mm-hmm. could have been anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, they've got their hands in so many pies at this point. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Sony, but, but uh, Sony and Square, I feel, have always kind of had, like, a very, a very good relationship together um, when it comes down to making games or it's Final Fantasy or any other sort of franchises. I, I feel like 
this one is just another one to get excited about. They're using the Luminous engine, which they I remember they had showed off years ago. Like it was like in 2012, they had like a little thing showing off what this engine could do, and then like we didn't see anything of it. Like it, like it wasn't being used really for any of the games. So. You know, it's nice to kind of see that this engine, like, they're still working on it, and it's being used solely for this and solely for PlayStation 5. Yeah, and it's very clearly evolved. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Another game that, maybe not as a pretty from a graphics perspective, but definitely very crisp and clear graphics and looked great and was cute, mm-hmm. the Astro Playroom. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I was like, are we getting another Astrobot game? Mm-hmm. And if this one can be played in VR as well, it's going to be really cool. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't played the Astrobot VR missions yet. Um, <laughs> I've been meaning to buy it, but I, but I heard it's like the, the most, the, the best game on VR I've heard. I think it's like 10 bucks right now. There's oh, really? going on somewhere. I think you can get it, uh, maybe it's GameStop or Walmart. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, there were others. Like, we should mention Gran Turismo, since I, I called that, like, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what if they bring back Gran Turismo? I'm not a giant fan of the series, but I was just trying to, you know, think of Sony properties that they could pull back. And yeah. it popped up. I'm like, oh, awesome. It looks good. I like arcade racers. I don't like sim racers. So Gran Turismo is not really my style of game but it looks beautiful like Mm -hmm. unbelievably so like the the thing about it is racing games are fantastic at demonstrating the power of a system oh yeah most definitely and that's Um, why we always get a release of a forza game every mm -hmm. time xbox Mm -hmm. um now now one thing that i was doing while i was getting some more footage and everything for this video we're doing right now I, I noticed something that I thought was very um, interesting, which is that I guess compared, maybe compared to some recent sort of like similar showings we've seen with these new next gen consoles, this showing felt very inclusive. Like I really felt like there was a game for everyone. Like even if it wasn't exclusively on PlayStation, the fact that they showed a different different genres uh, of, of games for for all kinds of different people, wh- whether they're into hardcore stuff, if they like hardcore things, that's going to really give them a challenge. You got Demon Souls. You, yeah. you want sports? You got Gran Turismo. You got NBA. You want something that's for the kids or, or stuff like that? You've got Astrobot. Uh, you've got Ratchet and Clank. Like, they really did a good job with kind of covering across the board, like – all kinds of interests. If you if you're into furries, hey, we got furries. You know, it's like volcano high. Exactly. It's like you've got literally just something for just about every sort of niche thing out there. Like there was a little bit of horror. We had we we got to get into Ghostwire and Resident Evil. We'll talk about that in a minute. But it just felt like they really covered all of the bases, and I and I think the showing was amazing because of that. I do too. I wholeheartedly agree. Mm-hmm. Like there was something in this to get everybody hyped about the PS5 mm-hmm. in some way or another. Right. Mm-hmm. And but speaking of horror, let's mm-hmm. dive into that. 
Yes, let's go. I'm because all for it. I think we had opposite reactions to Ghostwire. Uh, yeah. Um, about it before, and now I'm stoked. I can't wait to play it. You see, mine's now, I think we switched sides. Mine's kind of like on the, op I'm not saying I'm not stoked to play it, but all right, well, go ahead and tell me, go ahead and tell me why you're stoked to play it. Well, for one, I love Tokyo. I mean, I, I spent I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> time living there. I love the city. Yeah. But I also love Japanese and Eastern style horror. I don't like American horror very much. Okay. Um, so much of American horror dives into like relying on the evils of human nature and stuff, mm -hmm. which is almost too scary. It's too realistic. Japanese horror, they're just freaking creepy ghosts. And sometimes <laughs> they don't even mean to be creepy. The ghosts are just clueless that they're creepy. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of funny and charming in a way while still scaring the crap out of you. Mm -hmm. Plus, the gameplay for Ghostwire looks fun. It Honestly, someone described it as um, Heroes of Might and Magic, but for mm. Tokyo. That was like, <laughs> a pretty good description. Interesting. It looks fun. I'm excited to play and explore the game. Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. Well, on as far as me, uh, I think... I think what kind of made me dial back my hype for it was, I mean, I think it was like before we were, with the previous trailers, we were seeing a lot of the environments. We weren't really seeing too much of the gameplay. And now that we saw the gameplay, I think it, I, it kind of dialed back my, my excitement a little bit because it's like first person. And I know like in horror, oh, wait, say it again. I said too much to you, you hawk show. <laughs> um maybe i don't know like i don't know it, it just it brought on kind of a different feeling maybe it felt a little too actiony to me like i like i guess in previous trailers i felt like it was going to be a bit more haunting a bit more what's the word i don't know just tense i i didn't get that feeling when i watched this video like like i, I like the threat was there but then when you're shooting stuff at it and doing all those other things, like, it didn't really feel like it was something that was out of my control. And th those are the kind of horror games I like most, it, where it's like I'm limited by, like, w with actions I can take. Like, you know, whether that's Resident Evil and not having a, a lot of ammo or whether it's out, uh, out, Outrun. I was out, not Outrun. Outlast. Um, where I have pretty much no weapons whatsoever and I'm always running. Fear is me being like, for me personally, is when there's a situation and I can't control it. And that applies to almost just like everything in my life. Like that stuff terrifies me. Yeah. So with this... When you can shoot it. Yeah. So when I have, when I have the power to actually combat it, it kind of loses the horror aesthetic for me personally i still think it'll be a great game but it's just it's not originally how i thought it was going to be so so it's not resident evil 8 no no it definitely is not but um speaking of that i am extremely extremely excited for that that's probably like my again like top three games of of this showing is kenna uh, Spider-Man and Resident Evil 3, uh, probably around it or in that order mixed up, but yeah, Resident Evil, sorry, I said Resident Evil 3, Resident Evil 8, um, but Resident Evil 8, like, yeah, uh, 
I had no idea what it was at first. They did a, I was telling, they do a darn good job of hiding it <laughs> until it comes you. out. And it was just popped up as a village, and then it goes yeah. eight. And I was like, yes. oh. <laughs> yeah, they, they did a really good job hiding that from me because I wouldn't have guessed. I kind of got the creepy factor, but yeah, when it when it came together, it was like, oh, so this is what we're delving into. I am beyond excited. It looked horrifying. Yes. Yeah. Which, that's probably not one I'll play. <laughs> like I said, American horror is not yeah. be my thing. That's understandable. That's understandable. Everyone has their their own sort of, I guess, fears and what they react to and everything. So, yeah, I guess traditional American horror is what I like. So, <laughs> well, see, the thing is, Japanese supernatural stuff—it's all about ghosts. I don't yeah. believe in ghosts, so I'm yeah. They, they don't scare me like that. But a, per, a crazy person with a machete—one of the reasons—never like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm like, ah, it's happening. Yeah, yeah, that's to me what makes it scary. But yeah, I got you. Is it that that you just don't prefer that in games or movies? How, how does that carry over? Uh, it's always been my philosophy that real life has enough to frighten you, and I don't want to frighten myself for recreation. <laughs> I hear you. I think I, I love the feeling of being frightened because it makes me feel like real. It makes me feel like there's something to lose and everything. So I, lo- I love the tenseness. I love being scared. <laughs> you and I have very different ways of enjoying ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> most definitely. Most definitely. Um, so, but, let's yeah. see. Shall we touch on like some really weird games? Uh, sure. You do you want to go into uh, where where are we going? Bug snacks. Bug snacks. Okay. All right. Let's go into that. I, I actually I was, um, I was messaging someone, so I didn't really get to see all of that trailer. I'm gonna watch it again once we're done here. It's weird. It's uh, like something like you eat you eat the bugs or something like what what goes on in that body? Like whatever you eat, you get part of it on your body in some uh-huh. way. It was really odd. I turned to Maggie, and I'm like, am I tripping? <laughs> was, was our food laced with something? <laughs> wow. It was really odd. I didn't get a great feel for the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's by the same people that made... Um, oh, I'm blanking on it. Their previous game, I didn't think much of either. Mm. Some sort of it was a weird style of humor that didn't appeal to me, so I, I'm not that one. Just looked really weird and not entertaining. Yeah, but I'm sure someone. I I think kids would probably really enjoy it. Okay, yeah, I I I was kind of getting that feeling. Um, again, I have to rewatch the trailer to kind of get a gist for exactly what it is you're doing. But it seemed like something for kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then there were some other weird ones. Um, well, actually, not that many that were just completely bizarre and off the wall. Um, Annapurna, when they put out, what was it, uh, Solar Ash. The game yeah. looked beautiful. The art style is super intriguing. Mm-hmm. But I know that if it's from Annapurna Interactive, it's going to be weird. <laughs> yeah. The games are yeah. really 
philosophical and out there in a way. Didn't they have another game that they showed too uh, during the showing? Was that uh, Pragmatic, I think, or Pragmata, I believe? I don't think that I don't was Okay, I, I wasn't sure. I'll have to go back and look again. But was, I feel like they had two games that they showed on that showing for some reason. Oh, uh, they might have, and I just didn't catch it. Oh, okay. Pragmata, I was very confused as to what was happening the entire time in that trailer. <laughs> I think you said it best when you said it was very Death Stranding-like. Yeah, it did. It looked... Well, at first, I kind of thought it was, because it was like this dude who was kind of like heavy, and he had like someone on his back, and almost like the stuff you carry like when you're... Uh, trying to put like the boxes on and everything, so I was like, "Is this like a like a DLC for Death Stranding?" But yeah, I'm not really sure what Pragmata is about. But I mean, I don't know. Looks interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Were there any others that really jumped out at you? Uh, let's see. I mean, we could delve into in the terms of weird with the uh, Goodbye Volcano High. Oh yeah. That was <laughs> <lot> that <laughs> the game looks interesting if they yeah. weren't dinosaurs speaking <laughs> of which yeah. i found out there's a term for that for, for furry style stuff that's not actually furry oh well, well, what do you scalies. call it wait what's it called scalies scalies oh scalies interesting interesting <laughs> and i'm just like make them all human and this would be perfectly fine yeah but and that weird, like, anthropomorphic element to it just uh, completely turned me off to the game. I was really getting, like, a Life is Strange vibe from it at first. Right? And yeah. then I was like, then I looked at the faces and I'm like, wait, they're all dinosaurs. Like, this is, this is interesting. <laughs> I talked to a, another, I was in another group chat at the same time this was showing. One guy was like, hey, don't judge me for my angel alligator persona. <laughs> Hey man, you do you. That's what that's what I'm saying. That's what's so great about this. This whole showing is that there's something for everyone, and everything. I'm not gonna judge you if you're a scaly. <laughs> so, thank I you for lotion. Huh? I said I might buy them some lotion. <laughs> I hear you, but um, uh, but yeah. Um, what about destruction all stars? Aside from the terrible name. Uh, it looked all right. It was interesting gameplay. I think I, I had messaged you. I said it kind of looked like a futuristic twisted metal. <laughs> exactly, and I think if it had been twisted metal, it would have been better. Yeah, I feel like it. It was missing something mm -hmm. that it needed. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about uh, Little Devil Inside? Not. Uh, the art style didn't get me on that one. Like, yeah, I, act I actually actively disliked the art style on that. Mm -hmm. I don't really think it's my style of game, but you were pretty stoked about it. Yeah, I, I actually really did enjoy the art style. I thought it. I, I loved kind of like the cartoony art styles in games, if that's not obvious. So, I, I, I like. I, I just really, I really liked it, and I'm not sure exactly what kind of game it is, but. It seemed like it could be a fun venture. Yeah, I mean, could definitely could be. Yeah, but you know that's just me. I, I, from what I've heard, uh, heard, it's a it's been an indie project for a while. So I guess they're feel to it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
see, I've got a list of every game they announced. Um, um, what about, oh, Oddworld. See, that was really cool to see a new Oddworld announced. Yeah. Um, it's been so long since I played them that I don't remember anything about them, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have the, I think it's called Big and Tasty, Odd and Tasty, something and Tasty. <laughs> but, but uh, which was like, um, yeah, like I have that one, but I haven't finished it. But I think for fans of Oddworld, this is definitely something to be excited about. Oh, yeah. Did they yeah. even have one that came out on the last generation? A PS4? Yeah. Yeah, it was the something and tasty one. Like oh. it was like it was like a uh, re remake in a sense. I think like a remake of the original Oddworld Apes Odyssey. Um, so yeah, and that's how I originally played it. Uh, but yeah, I mean it looks good. I probably will buy it, even though I haven't finished the first one. It just looked it just looked really fun, and it looked uh, kind of dark. Kind of yeah. dark, but thrilling. I mean, the first the the first one's kind of dark too. I mean, considering the the this actual story, the actual plot for the game is you you know you're trying to save your your species basically from being eaten and everything. But this one just seemed much darker and just so much more of a thriller. And yeah, it just looks like a fun time to me. Yeah, the series relies pretty heavily on like dark humor, but this mm-hmm. one. Just the entire tone of the game seemed different. Yeah, yeah. Much more serious, I feel. Yeah. Like, the other the other game kind of felt kind of comedic, in a sense. Like, hey, like, your species, your your race is going to get eaten, but hey, you can stop them, and, you know, you just got to help get them out and everything. And it was kind of comical. But this one just seemed like, like, yo, like, this is it. Like, your back's to the wall sort of thing. And everything like the pressure, I felt like was really building to something. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, anything else? Um, let me check my list. Let's see. Um, da, 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 da. what did you think of Godfall? Like, uh, honestly, from- I'm not really sold on Godfall. Like, I haven't really been sold since they announced it as like one of the first PS5 launch titles. Like, yeah. I'm. It, it it looks decent, but there's nothing really keeping me there. Like, there's no story. There's no characters. Nothing's really standing out to me besides just flashy combat, to be completely honest. I, when I first saw it, I was like, this is, this is okay. I might check it out. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the trailer today, and I'm like, mm, no. It, I agree. It's just there's nothing really holding me to it. It looks like it's going to mm-hmm. be a... MOBA sort of looter. Yeah. Which is weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's probably yeah. not, probably not a day one for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about Hitman three? Uh, I really don't have too much to comment on Hitman three because I only played like maybe 30 minutes of a Hitman game. I've heard they're pretty good games, but yeah. No, I haven't really gotten into them enough to really be like, yeah, I'm really excited. So I've enjoyed the Hitman games when I've played them. Um, okay. So I that one I can definitely see myself picking up. Probably not a day one purchase. Um, okay. But sometime down the line. Okay. 
And then there's, well, we we touched a little bit on Demon Souls. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, again, I, I, we had this conversation yesterday where I, we were both like, yeah, well, this is great for people who like those kind of games, but, you know, it's not really a genre that me and you are both into. Well, this this one's great for fans because the original... Demon Souls was like the original Dark Souls game. And I don't mm-hmm. think the series picked up in popularity until Dark Souls came out. Yes. Later fans of the franchise will now get to play the original, remade, better controls, better graphics. Mm-hmm. Fantastic news for them. Yeah. Um, that- then there's Deathloop. Mm-hmm. What yeah. do you think? Yeah. Uh- yeah, not not really something that really spoke to me, honestly. I, I don't really don't have too many comments for that one. It's just it just didn't really ride home with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It doesn't look um, bad, just doesn't look like something I would necessarily enjoy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um uh, I have one game written down called huh? Jet the Far Shore, but I don't remember anything about it. You know, that's strange because I don't either, but I know <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awful, but I know, but I know that it. I I know I saw it, but I don't remember too much about it and everything. I think that's just another thing that we're gonna have to go back over and watch, uh, when we have time. But well, what about Returnal? That which one? That was with the girl who kept dying, right? Yeah, and kept coming back. Now that one looked interesting. Like I I do want to play that game. It it I don't know. Something about it just seemed like it'd be a really fun sort of third-person shooter type game to play. Yeah, I agree. I think it mm-hmm. would definitely be, especially the like the viewpoint was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I would really like to check that one out myself um, when it comes out. Mm. Agreed. Um, well, how about we get into the big meat? I know we're all, we've, we feel like we've been in the meat, but I promise you, we're not in the meat yet. We're about to hit the meat, though, and the meat is the PlayStation 5 reveal. Yes. That, Sexiness. What did you think? That, it is sexy. Hmm? Like, <laughs> what, I tweeted something. Let me uh, find my exact words about, <laughs> uh, ah, here we go. My tweet was, I normally don't get too excited about the design of a new console, but the PlayStation 5's design makes me want to awkwardly ask it out and then fumble through conversation over an expensive dinner. <laughs> it if does it look woman, like... it would be out of my league. <laughs> I love the design. Right. Uh, there's already a debate online. Some people are divided, some are not. Yeah. Some people say it looks like a router. Yeah, I've, I've been seeing that, yeah. Uh, so, it just—it looks very futuristic, very sleek. I mean, mm. that's what a new console should look like. Yeah, I will. Xbox, will. But let's face it, the Series X—it's a PC tower. It is. It is. Yeah. I will. I'm gonna say this much though: when they in, unveiled it, and when you kind of saw like the silhouette of it, I'll have to admit it looked very similar. Uh, at first, I almost mis- mistook it for an Xbox 360. Because they have kind of very similar designs, you like the kind of point. the kind of like the V with like kind of like the thin point and everything, and it's like standing up. 
yeah. Like I when I first saw it, I was like, "What is this a joke?" And then, but then when they showed it, I was like, "Okay." It, I mean, it looks definitely different enough to be its own thing, but just kind of cast under the silhouette, it, it seemed very familiar to me. Well, yeah, I mean, let's face it, the 360 was too hot to handle, which is why it just kept melting and breaking the <laughs> Yeah. No, I really like the design. I had made the connection, but you're right. It definitely has a 360-ish look to it. Mm-hmm, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, me personally, I, I love the design. I like that it's not a box and everything. Some people would rather have their system as a box. I think it's just a matter of preference. I think for me, though, I, I would like it. Like, I think boxes are cool. Boxes had their thing, but I like something different. And I'm glad that Sony went this route to give me something that didn't look like anything else, you know, that's coming out. So My question is, do you think it can be laid horizontally, or is it just going to be a vertical mount? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I would hope that you could do both, but I don't know. What do you think? I think it's probably better for Sony as a company if it can go both ways. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Fly on its side or up and down. Mm-hmm. Because if someone wants to put it under a TV or in a TV stand, for instance, they're not going to have yeah. a vertical height. To exactly. The, yeah. I like to think that they would have thought about that and everything in terms of trying to save space. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's great that it's coming with all this stuff, ray tracing, Finally be able to use my 4K DVDs and put those in there instead of having to always just use the Xbox, so that'd be nice. Um, I also noticed there was some stuff that I kind of felt was kind of like ahead of the curve. Like, you can kind of see where they're, like, not ahead of the curve in terms of technology, but just kind of ahead of the curve and, like, hey, we got the PS5, but we also already have some accessories ready for you to purchase. Like, I noticed, like, in the kind of reel they were showing, like, they already had... Like, the headset, the wireless headset prepped and ready, showing off in the trailer. They had the, uh, like, a remote control, media remote control thing that yeah. looked like that and everything. And I was just like, yo, like, you guys are already, like, ready to knock this whole entertainment thing off and everything. So really tapping into the fact that a bunch of people are going to be using it as a uh, 4K Blu-ray player. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, um... Well- think of the double uh versions like the digital version and the physical um i was surprised to see it honestly um and and i and i think i agree with everyone else when when i say that it makes sense especially considering what's been going on with this pandemic that you know we might need digital con you know digital console i mean i i I know lately over the past few months i've bought more digital games than i've ever bought in my entire life (laughs) because it hasn't been as easy for me to to get them from the store physical copies from the store so uh maybe that's just one of the ways that sony is like hey well you know this could be beneficial to us as well and everything um i mean xbox did that already with the xbox here or the xbox one one uh, S digital. It was it was abbreviated as sad. Sad. Xbox One S all digital. That was it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but let's see. Do you think there's going to be different price points now? Do you think the digital will be cheaper, perhaps? I think so, but there's there's and and here's where we're going to go into more of like detailed console talk. Like there there's still just so much that 
we don't know about it, you know? Like, I feel like Sony did a good job. I feel like during the showing, Sony did a good, a good job showing us some games that are going to be on PlayStation 5. They showed us what the PlayStation 5 can do. But in terms of talking about the actual hardware, it was pretty minimum, pretty minimalistic. Like, we still don't know how much th this thing's going to cost. You, if anything, it's kind of added more questions by showing us the console. Like, you just asked me, like, will it be able to lay down? We only saw it standing up. Like, will it be able to function, you know, horizontally? Uh, how much is this thing going to cost? Um, will the be different price points how much gigs will there be for or teras i mean we're probably on teras now um how many terabytes will this digital thing have because if i get a digital console i want to make sure they have as much space as possible for these games these games take up a lot of space digitally yeah there so, have been rumors that the next gen games are going to be even bigger i mean if we take a look at red dead redemption 2 it was a 105 gigabyte download Right, right, exactly. And so, um, and especially considering that, you know, they got Grand Theft Auto V uh, coming to PS5 too, along with everything, it's, which I thought that was really odd that they would open on that. Yeah. But, sure. yeah. But, you know, they have, like you said, they got all these big games coming. So it's like, I kind of need to know more about these specs. Um, and release date, we did not get a release date or anything. So. I mean, Still projected for holiday, though. So. Yeah. Um, I will say this um, in kind of kind of like a closing remark to the PS5. I was, I was excited for the games. It did a really good job with showing the exclusive games that are coming to PS5 as well as some games that are coming to PS5 in the future and just some third-party games. I really feel like covered the board. But in terms of this holiday season, has it swayed me yet into being fully on board with, like, I have to get a PlayStation 5 immediately day one? It has not. The thing is, is that we still, in terms of launch titles, day one on PlayStation 5, I don't know what, what there's going to be. Like, we have Godfall, I know. Godfall's going to be there. I know Miles Morales, Spider-Man, that's going to be like around the holiday scene, so it might as well, I feel like they're aiming for a launch title. I think there was like maybe one, maybe two more games that were supposedly launch titles, but everything else there, it's like, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's going to be enough. And let me also just jump real quick, though, while I'm at it, into the whole Miles Morales, Spider-Man game. Sorry, I know we talked a little bit about it earlier, but I kind of have to say this now. Um, the, while I was excited for the game, I'm also kind of wondering, like, is this a full-on game or is this a DLC? Like, is this something that they're going to put Spider-Man onto PS5, like the original Spider-Man from PS4 and just put on PS5? And are they just showing DLC for this game? Well, if it is DLC, will it be available for both PS5 and PlayStation 4 owners? Because if not, I, I would kind of feel a little slighted. You know, if you only release, like, Miles Morales as DLC but only put it for PS5, but if it's a full game on PS5, I don't know how I would feel. I, I mean, I guess I would kind of feel like I have no choice to play it because I love Spider-Man but and to get the system, but I don't know, man. Like, there's still so much... I, I feel like I got some an some questions answered, but I feel like I got a lot more questions. 
and everything. And in terms of just launch day titles, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, Xbox still has Halo. I'm just saying, we got Halo coming out, launch title. And, like, I know for sure that that's going to, to kill it and everything. And well, it's got me buying an Xbox day one will be Halo. Yeah, exactly. So, and the thing is, like, all the games that I'm excited about, they aren't launch titles. Like, they're not things that are going to be coming out directly day one on PS5. I, I know this. And so that's the thing. It's like, well, this holiday season, you still haven't given me a game that I'm like, yes, I need to buy specifically this PlayStation 5 for. Xbox Series X, I can think of a game or two that I, I, could, I could buy it for launch day. But PlayStation 5, I'm not exactly there yet. I think Spider-Man might be the only one, but I'd say that's only if it's exclusive to PlayStation 5. And it has to be a full-on game, too. Like, I don't want to buy a 600 or I don't know how many dollar game console for, like, a $30 game. Like, I want to buy it and have something worth playing for hours and hours in, I don't know. That's yeah. just my thoughts. From my understanding, this is a spinoff game. It's not a direct sequel. Mm. So, with that in mind, I don't know, will it be? It does seem more suited to DLC than to being a game on its own. That's kind of what I thought it was, but it's not specific. Like, I know it was running on PS5, but that doesn't mean it's going to solely be on PS5, you know? So, and I, and I just feel like I would be, I would feel kind of slighted if I was a PS4 owner and it was DLC and it wasn't coming out on PS4. It's like, oh no, you gotta, you gotta spend 600 bucks to, yeah. to pay for this thing. So I kind of feel like Sony wouldn't do that. But then again, there's also been some talks lately where Sony's been like, yeah, well, you know, we've been focusing on just developing solely games for PS5. Like, we're not – basically, they were saying, like, we're not doing what Microsoft is doing for the Xbox and, like, trying to make games for both for a while. Like, we want our PS5 games to be – we're looking forward. Like, we want it just solely on this system. So that kind of has me a little worried for people – who bought Spider-Man and don't necessarily may not necessarily have the money to purchase a PlayStation 5, you know, when it comes out to get more of that experience. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good point, man. I I don't know. You're right. They didn't leave us with many answers. We don't know of the games that were de uh, debuted today. We don't know the release dates of any of them. We don't know if they're launch titles. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. We have some kind of ranges I feel like they gave some ranges for some of them, but uh, again, lots of the, the biggest ones that I was excited about Resident Evil 8, Kena, and well, Miles Morales Spider Man, that's probably more likely around launch title, launch date, but the other ones and stuff that I'm excited about, like they're not going to be coming out this year. You yeah. know, Ratchet and Clank's not coming out this year. I highly doubt it will be. Um, Horizon is not coming out this year. You know that for sure. So it's like these aren't launch title games. Your games are showing like, hey, we have games. They're they're in the works. But like, if you want me to buy that console, I need something to buy it for. I'm not just gonna buy it just to be like, 
Well, well, they got Horizon coming out and coming out in like a year. I'll just buy it when Horizon comes out. Buy a PS5 when it when it comes out. I'll just do it that way. Like I want to actually use a product that I'm spending like hundreds of dollars on. You know. Yep. So, yeah. Hopefully, we will get more information in the months to come about the PS5. Especially yeah. if they tend to keep their release window. Mm-hmm. They'll have to start giving prices soon, and stuff will start going up for pre-order soon. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping so. Like, I know it's only a matter of time before we get more. I'm just saying, as of right now, it hasn't particularly swayed me into being like, yes, I need to choose PS5 or Xbox right now. Yeah. So, um, but but what do you think about how how do you think it's going to be like in terms of price? Like, did did seeing the console give you any sort of indication of? how much you think it might cost, given the features and everything? I still say that the PS5 will be about $500. I don't think they're going to go $600 simply because that happened with the PS3 and it was an absolute disaster. I don't think Sony wants to repeat that. Mm -hmm. I can see them pricing it at $500, let's say $400 if you want the digital-only version. Mm Mm-hmm. And then giving bundles where you get the media remote and the headset and all that stuff for maybe six hundred or seven fifty if you want to throw a game in. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see it like that. Um, yeah, I think I'm thinking about around the same price ranges as you. That I think that would make sense to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah. Um, didn't mean to be a downer or anything. I'm just, I'm, I'm just thinking about all these possibilities and stuff, and I'm just like, yeah, I mean, there are questions that need to be raised yeah. and asked. Yeah. And hopefully, we'll, we'll get some answers soon. Yeah, but I was excited though. I mean, I'm still excited for all these great games and everything. It's just like I need to be excited for the launch though. Like that's where you guys want my money, right? So yeah. like, I need you guys to get me excited for that. So that's the, that's the only issue I had. And if it show. does come down to picking between one console or the other. Sony has to come out with something that's going to beat Halo. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I don't see that happening. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's pretty much like promises. It's like, hey guys, like we have content. It's we're working on it, but you know it's not here yet. But please buy a PlayStation Five as soon as it releases. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, they just need something else. They need to do something on launch that's going to really put the pressure put the pressure on so but yeah i think other than that though i had a great great experience today though it was nice to see all the new games it really was it was mm-hmm. it felt a lot like e3 even though e3 wasn't here right right we were all connected but digitally through our hearts <laughs> <laughs> yeah pragmatic everybody <laughs> yeah but well do, do you have any comments pat any no i think we've about covered everything mm-hmm. we're gonna have to wrap this up soon because i'm rapidly losing light here <laughs> yeah yeah I, I'm um, just, i've been watching my screen get darker and sadly there's not lighting up here <laughs> um, it's all right get that installed so <laughs> it's all right yeah i think we're coming towards the end of it now anyway um but yeah uh i i believe they're doing another day of gaming tomorrow um so there are four total right yeah i believe there's four 
Yeah, so I'll be tuning in then, and we'll have another uh, episode for that as well. I'm going to try to get this video done tonight. I can't guarantee it uh, specifically tonight, but if it doesn't get done tonight, then it will get done tomorrow and everything. will be finished by tomorrow because there's just so much stuff. <laughs> there's a lot sticking there. Yeah. Also, um, if you guys did not already know this, we are now on Spotify. So if you don't want to look at our faces and would rather listen to us while you're driving or something, find us there at Deep Dish Gaming. Exactly. Um, and also, I think we need to start doing this for uh, for our podcast. I always keep free- – I, I think about it and I forget about it when we're doing it. Uh, you need to, like, plug yourself in. T- plug in your, your Twitter handle, uh, Pat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I hate doing that. My Twitter handle is so long. It's uh, Patrick S underscore Hearn. <laughs> hey, you heard it. You heard it straight from the man. If you want to get in touch uh, with with Mr. Pat over here, then yeah, you know you know where to hit him up on Twitter. Uh, mine is filthy casual. That is casual K A Z U A L and everything. So um, so yeah, if you ever want to chat, hit us up and everything. Uh, we'll be right back at it again tomorrow with the uh, IGN Summer of Gaming. So uh, please. Uh, check us out on YouTube, and as pa- Pat said, also on Spotify as well. And we will catch you guys next time. If you've got anything to add to our conversation or you have any thoughts on our opinions, let us know. Yep, exactly. Um, but that pretty much settles it up for us. You uh, beautiful people, have a wonderful evening, and we will see you guys soon. Go dream of Aloy. <laughs>